RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today is Friday, October 23rd, 2020, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, the Royal Mail have announced the upcoming release of new Star Trek-themed stamps in the UK. Viacom CBS announces plans for their new streaming organization. And I've got the answer to this week's Trek trivia. I'm Alison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Now through the end of October, take advantage of a special Discovery-themed special offer. Join at the $10.31 tier and up, and get a free magnet. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. The Royal Mail in the UK recently announced a selection of Star Trek stamps. A report from ITV brought us the news of this 18-stamp collection, which is available to pre-order now or to buy from November 13th. Designed by London-based illustrator Freya Betts, the primary collection is made up of 12 stamps. Each stamp showcases a Star Trek character from across the television franchise with their respective ship or space station pictured in the background. These stamps include images of Captains Kirk, Janeway, Sisko, Picard, Archer, and Lorca, along with Commanders Deanna Troy and Michael Burnham, Lieutenants Malcolm Reed and Ash Tyler, Dr. Julian Bashir, and last but certainly not least, Leonard Nimoy's Mr. Spock. An additional six stamps featuring British actors in iconic Star Trek film roles will be released on a special miniature sheet. These stamps will feature Simon Pegg as Montgomery Scott, Alice Eve as Carol Marcus, Malcolm McDowell as Tolian Soren, Idris Elba as Kral, David Warner as Klingon Chancellor Gorkon, and Tom Hardy as Shinzon. Philip Parker of the Royal Mail commented on the tremendous impact of the Star Trek franchise, saying, For more than 50 years, Star Trek has enthralled and inspired generations of loyal fans with extraordinary adventures and an optimistic vision of humanity's future. We celebrate the Star Trek universe with stylish new stamps of its iconic characters. So if you're in the market for some fun stamps to add a little Star Trek personality to your letters, the Royal Mail has you covered. If you're a serious stamp collector or just a fan looking for a fun addition to your collection, there are gift packs, postcards, and several framed presentations also available. With more than 40 options, there's something fun for every Star Trek fan to enjoy. You can find it all at shop.royalmail.com. Now, next up, those of you who listen to this show regularly know that I like to check in from time to time on the business side of things at Star Trek. These days, that's really all about the strategic machinations happening since the Viacom-CBS merger and how they affect CBS All Access, which is the home of modern Star Trek. So this next story is one of those ones that isn't strictly Star Trek, but it could have some implications down the road. Viacom CBS has announced a new structure and new leadership around their streaming services going forward. In a statement earlier this week, they announced that Tom Ryan, who is currently the CEO of their ad-supported video-on-demand service, Pluto TV, would be stepping up to the new role of president and CEO of Viacom CBS Streaming. Viacom CBS Streaming will oversee the company's two streaming services, the aforementioned Pluto TV 
and their premium video-on-demand service, CBS All Access, which will be rebranded as Paramount Plus early next year. Marc de Beauvoir, currently Viacom CBS's chief digital officer and president and CEO of Viacom CBS Digital, will be stepping down from his role, although he'll remain as an advisory role through the end of the year. Now, bringing CBS All Access and Pluto TV under a single division is arguably an obvious play, since it's in keeping with one of the original strategic pillars for the company that they laid out in last year's merger announcement, Accelerate Direct-to-Consumer Strategy. In this week's statement, Viacom CBS said, The integrated structure, which is effective immediately, will ensure a more holistic approach across both free and pay streaming, more closely align the company's streaming objectives globally, and enhance Viacom CBS's ability to leverage the cross-house franchise and content strength of Viacom CBS to seize the global opportunity in streaming. Now, coordinating content across both free and paid streaming is a theme in the Viacom CBS statement and worth noting, if not reading into. As part of Ryan's new role in Viacom CBS streaming, they say he will partner with the Viacom CBS Content Council to accelerate a franchise-driven content strategy across the company's streaming ecosystem. Bob Backish, president and CEO of Viacom CBS, went further, saying, Viacom CBS has a unique opportunity to combine the best of our brands in a seamless ecosystem of must-watch, direct-to-consumer services for audiences around the world. As we plan for the launch of Paramount+, Plus, bringing together the leaders of our streaming platforms to create a unified global organization will enable us to execute a holistic strategy across both free and pay. We will draw on the breadth and depth of Viacom CBS's franchises and branded IP to deliver an extraordinary collection of diverse content with the convenience consumers want. Hypothetically speaking, applying that strategy to the Star Trek franchise could help alleviate the current fan complaints of paywalled content and inconsistent international distribution. Hypothetically speaking. One final point to note, Marc de Beauvoir, the outgoing chief digital officer for Viacom CBS, is the only person who has been quoted saying that the price of Paramount Plus will not change from the current CBS All Access prices. Viacom CBS themselves have not published what the pricing structure will be for the service when it rebrands. De Beauvoir's departure adds a degree of uncertainty to the details around that rebranding. The structural changes for Viacom CBS streaming take effect immediately and will await further details on how programming might evolve as we head closer to the new year. I've got the answer to Tuesday's trivia here in just a moment, but first, a word from me. What's your Star Trek story? All this week, I've been asking for your Star Trek stories. Maybe you sent one in, maybe you didn't. Maybe you thought about it, but you just aren't ready yet. Well, good news. We don't just take Star Trek stories for one week a year. We take them all year, all the time. Submit your story anytime at dailystartreknews.com forward slash Star Trek stories. And we'll hold on to it until the next series. We're on your time. Now you can listen to previous Star Trek stories from Daily Star Trek News at dailystartreknews.com forward slash Star Trek stories and submit your own when you're ready. 
Once again, that's dailystartreknews.com forward slash Star Trek stories. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now it's the answer to this week's Trek trivia. On Tuesday, I asked you, number one in the Star Trek Short Treks episode Q&A is not the first Star Trek character who sang the modern Major General song from the Pirates of Penzance on screen. Who was the other character, and when did they sing it? The answer? Well, if you've been paying attention to the show this week and noticed a theme, then you get the special prize. I should, I should note that there's not actually a special prize, it's just my respect. The only other character so far to sing the Modern Major General song in Star Trek was, in fact, Geordi in the Star Trek The Next Generation Season 5 episode, Disaster, which was, of course, the subject of this week's Star Trek history. In that episode, Dr. Crusher convinces Geordi to sing a few lines of the song as an audition for her latest stage production. Despite protesting that he doesn't like to sing in front of others, she puts him down for the part. For more Trek trivia... Tune in next Tuesday. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek news is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Now through the end of October, take advantage of a special offer. Join at the $10.31 tier and up and get a free magnet. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. I'm back on Monday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com, the Roddenberry Podcast Network.